baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of It's News to Us, the News Radio WRVA weekday podcast talking about the items that uh, we covered today for this Friday, the 12th day of August 2022. I'm Jeff Stapleton, News Radio WRVA. Just a personal note, uh, it's a nice day out today, beautiful Friday afternoon that I'm uh, recording this on my screened in front porch because basically the. Uh, uh, humidity has been sucked out of the atmosphere, which is, well, almost all the humidity, but it's so pleasant, and uh, the breeze is coming in, and it's, uh, uh, why not? It's a Friday. It's a little more casual scene. Uh, one of the stories that we covered for you today is um, the fifth anniversary of the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville is today. Um, Charlottesville Mayor Jim Ryan sent out a uh, statement on uh, the anniversary came out actually yesterday morning, uh, Thursday, the 11th. And you're probably wondering, well, why did he do that since the anniversary is today? Well, if you remember, the events of that day in 2017, uh, a lot of it started, well, actually not, I mean, the, it began on that Friday evening, which was a Friday but on, uh, in 2017. On Friday, the 11th, the brunt of it happened on Saturday, August 12th. So basically, I'll read to you the statement from the mayor of Charlottesville, Jim Ryan. Uh, it says, to the university community, five years ago, our university and the city of Charlottesville came under attack from a group of self-proclaimed neo-Nazis and white supremacists. Heather Heyer, a local resident, was killed, and Virginia State Police Lieutenant Pilot H.J. Cullen and Trooper Pilot Burke Bates also lost their lives as they conducted aerial surveillance of the day's events. Many others were injured in the confrontation, both physically and psychologically. I know that, for many, the five-year marker of the so-called Unite the Right rally brings difficult memories and a sobering reminder that our country is not yet free from bigotry, racism, and intolerance. But I hope that we can also recall the strength, compassion, and resilience of our community and our Charlottesville neighbors. Faculty, staff, students, and community uh, members raised funds for victims, held vigils and remembrances, and hosted conversations that sought to understand why and how those terrible events came to pass. The university also took important steps to make sure our grounds were safer and more secure in an effort to help ensure those events would never happen again. In memory of those who were lost and in honor of those who suffered during the events of August 11th and 12th, 2017, we ask you to observe a moment of silence today after the UVA chapel clock strikes noon. Following that moment of silence, the chapel bells will ring again in remembrance of this solemn anniversary. Across grounds and in the city of Charlottesville, there will be a number of activities dedicated to the events of August 11th and 12th, including an art exhibition and a panel discussion hosted by the Karsh Center for Law and Democracy and the UVA Jewish Studies Program. You can learn more about those events in this UVA Today piece. We cannot and should not forget those dark days five years ago. My hope is that the memory of those events 
including the heroic and compassionate responses of community members, continues to inspire us to work to make the world a better and more welcoming place. That is not, uh, yeah, that's actually uh, Jim Ryan, the uh, mayor of Charlottesville, and he's addressing the university community of UVA. So um, he's talking about uh, the, the neighboring Charlottesville because basically the grounds of UVA even though they're in the city of Charlottesville, are pretty much their own space, but did talk about the surrounding city of Charlottesville and the UVA grounds. And um, I assume that the uh, chapel's bells did strike noon today, and uh, there was a moment of silence today, and I think also yesterday. So that was a uh, a uh, a, uh, a statement that uh, commemorated the fifth anniversary of that rally. Uh, also, you may remember uh, something that occurred on July 25th regarding a suspect who was uh, exchanged gunfire with Richmond police. Uh, happens to be a Glen Allen man. We knew, I think, the day that that happened, the, the identity of this man, Dakari Reinhardt. Uh, he had life-threatening injuries, if you may remember. I think this event started on July 25th with... Uh, Richmond police and possibly even state police uh, following Mr. Reinhardt as he was driving erratically and at a high rate of speed. It started on I-95. He got off, I think, at the Willis Road exit, ended up in the Manchester area of the city, and was being followed by police the whole time and um, uh, ended up crashing his car at the corner of Commerce and Stockton. That's just off Hull Street in the Manchester area. And, and if you remember the story, he got out of his car after he crashed and ended up exchanging gunfire with a Richmond police officer in the breezeway of an apartment complex. Um, the uh, uh, Dakari Reinhardt, in this case, received life-threatening injuries. The police officer uh, received non-life-threatening injuries. In fact, he had a hip injury, and according to some reports, He's still recovering from this hip injury, even though it was never considered life-threatening. He, it, it, I remember uh, Richmond Police Chief Gerald Smith saying after the incident that he had a ways to go to recover from this injury, and right now the reports are that he's he's walking, but he needs a cane to uh, help him walk So as a result of those injuries. But Dakari Reinhardt was in the hospital for a number of days with life-threatening injuries. I believe he had upper torso injuries. And as soon as he was released from the hospital, I believe he was there for about a week or so, he was then charged uh, with uh, the crimes in connection with this case. Aggravated malicious wounding, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, also some drug charges, possession of drugs with intent to distribute and possession of a firearm while possessing drugs, also hit-and-run driving with damages exceeding $1,000. So in addition to all these charges that he's now facing, He has previous charges uh, that he has accrued over the years. So uh, that's probably what drew the attention of police anyway when he was speeding. Of course, that would draw the attention itself. But, you know, the police have the uh, ability to uh, access your information from your license plate, and they can tell right away if you have a uh, history of uh, criminal activity or not. And Mr. Reinhardt certainly did. So they did follow him. Uh, very closely during this, uh, they didn't call it a chase. You know, uh, it seemed like it was a chase or a pursuit. Um, but during the press conference that day that it happened, I remember Gerald Smith saying, "No, it wasn't a pursuit at all." 
So that's uh, basically uh, the point of this whole story is Mr. Reinhardt is, is going to be appearing in Richmond Circuit Court on Monday for an arraignment hearing. So it was originally scheduled for Wednesday, this past Wednesday, two days ago, the 10th. But uh, it's now going to happen on Monday in Richmond Circuit Court. So that's an update to that story. You may remember it from a few weeks ago in late July. Uh, another story that we uh, covered today, well, actually happened today. We kind of briefly covered it uh, a couple days ago, I believe, on this podcast or maybe during the morning update. There was a, um, uh, a, a recruiting class uh, of state police uh, recruits that uh, graduated from the police academy. That happened this morning in Chesterfield, and uh, there were 18 uh, state troopers who are now they're now state troopers after going through the grueling courses of the police academy. And uh, I'd like to do the honor of reading the names of those people, where they're from and where they're going to be stationed. So that'll wrap up things in this podcast. So 18 people, and apologies in advance if I don't uh, re- uh, pronounce the names correctly. I'll do the best I can. Gilmar Raymond Bulato Alcasid, he's from Lakewood, California. And he's going to be assigned in the Portsmouth, Suffolk, and Chesapeake area. Usman Asif from Leesburg will be stationed in Fairfax. Emily Marie Ball is from Meriden, New Hampshire, and she'll be stationed in Prince William. Cornelius Clyde Boykins, Jr. is from Williamsburg, and he'll also be stationed in Prince William. Gerard Jeffrey Bird is from Gate City, Virginia, in southwest part of the state. And he'll be also stationed in Prince William. Patrick Arthur Cantrell is from Pound, Virginia, which is in southwest Virginia. And he'll be uh, stationed in Botetourt County. Uh, Jason Chapman Jr. is from Richmond, and he'll be stationed in Henrico. Morgan Bethany Douglas is from Chesterfield and will be stationed in Dinwiddie. Colton Allen King is from Fort Chiswell, and he'll be uh, 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 uh based in Fluvanna and stationed there. Clayton Ander Linville from Richmond will be stationed in Hanover and Henrico. Uh, Noah Aaron Maxfield from Castlewood, Virginia, will be stationed in Rockbridge County. Also, Andrew Ray Murley from Sac City, Iowa, will be stationed in Rockingham County. Jimmy Williams Nguyen from Frederick, Maryland, rather, will be stationed in Fairfax. Joshua Michael Nowacki from Fredericksburg will be stationed in Stafford. Brian Baxter Pitts from Puyallup, Washington, will be stationed in Hampton and Newport News. Justin Lee Ramey from Sperryville will be in Rockingham. Nicholas Ryan Thompson from Chesapeake will be in Hampton, Newport News. And Roosevelt Westbrook from Norfolk will be in Norfolk, Virginia Beach. So congratulations to those 18 people who graduated today and are now certified Virginia State Police Troopers. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of It's News to Us, Episode 43. I'm Jeff Stapleton. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday, where it's once again going to be me solo. But uh, we'll plow through it. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 